fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Hey, welcome into the program. It is the end of the week, your favorite day of the entire week, usually, mostly, and we'll make do with it. Welcome into the broadcast, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station, all over our country on radio and TV and live streaming and podcasting. It's great to have you on board today. I know it's a Friday. I know you're kind of zoned out. Maybe you're ready for the weekend. Maybe some people are going outdoors and camping or hiking or hunting or fishing. Maybe you're just wanting to go inside and curl up. I don't really know. Either way, we appreciate you hanging out with your millennial general reporting for duty the way we do every single day. And I'm excited for today. It's a Friday. We're going to kind of keep things a little bit lighthearted, but there's some interesting news out there for sure. I, I Again, it's not a surprise, but it is kind of a surprise that when you actually give Democrats something, they never think it's enough and it's got to be more. And when you try and do something in the sense of uniting, it's got to be divided to them because you can't have people united together. You can't do that. you got to divide people. you got to divide and conquer. You have to turn them on each other. You have to celebrate differently. You have to honor differently. You have to work differently. You have to sell. You have to do everything differently. You can't do it together coming up on the program lee habib all american stories he'll be joining us excited for him also executive producer for the streets at where my father we'll talk about father's day can you believe this weekend is father's day i i have a hard time believing that with how fast things have been going i uh, i don't know what we're doing this weekend honestly don't really know we have a little voice of reason baseball game tonight super excited about that one as uh it's still very warm here in the wichita area so we'll see how the little kids actually handle the heat and uh, i think they're starting to actually get moving on the field they're starting to kind of understand what's going on so we'll have some fun and uh looking forward to doing that one tonight well i don't know what we're doing for father's day I really don't. Like, little voice, I want to spend time with the family, kind of enjoy a little bit, kick back and relax a bit. I, that's funny because I never have time to kick back and relax. I'm always doing something. So I don't know what we'll do. Maybe we'll do something fun. Maybe I'll enjoy it while I'm, like, texturizing and painting ceilings and walls and stuff because the Hoosier Media Network is extremely important to me, and that would make me a proud papa if I can actually get that up and running functionally uh, properly to where we can actually move things to the next level, which I'm super excited about. So I don't know what's going to happen with Father's Day, but happy Father's Day to all of you fathers out there, and hopefully you get to enjoy, spend some time with your significant others, spend some time with your kids, have a good time, sit back, crack an adult beverage open, barbecue a little bit, and do what you do, man. And hopefully you get to enjoy a lot of stuff coming up on the program today. We have the Supreme Court making some decisions like we talked about yesterday. Not so good decisions. We heard another one today where they actually made a semi-decent decision. And we'll get into that a little bit with uh, foster care system and the foster care agencies on what uh, you're allowed to do if you're trying to adopt an individual. Plus, there's some new news about COVID-19 variants, which I find interesting. The media completely missing the point on some of those. And we'll try and get as much of that as in as we can today. Also, of course, as we mentioned, we'll talk with Lee Habib in just a little bit as well. The Streets Were My Father, executive producer on that one, plus the Our American Stories. I want to start off today, though, with the latest in What's Trending. 
What's trending today? So the big news, as you know, yesterday it's official that tomorrow, June 19th, is officially a now federal holiday for Juneteenth. And I say good. This may be a little controversial. Some people may disagree with me on this. I say good. I think that's awesome. I love the idea of Juneteenth. I love the idea of celebrating when America advanced past slavery. If For those that don't know what Juneteenth Andy, what is that? Juneteenth is a celebration when we officially abolished slavery in the nation on June 19th. That's a big celebration. That is a big move for America. We were one of the first nations to do it when it was kind of still accepted in uh, across the world and we were one of the first great nations to abolish slavery we fought part of a so i don't want to say we fought a civil war over it we did but there was a lot more to it imagine they're not things are way more complicated than just a one item issue especially when you start a war within your own country so there's a lot of things to that one but that was definitely part of it and it led to the abolition of slavery in the united states look how far we've come that's amazing I love it because, as you know, I hate identity politics. I love talking about it because I love exposing how stupid the other side of the aisle is when it comes to identity politics because they love to categorize, they love to put you in the box, and they love to make you vote one way or the other. They force you to think a certain way. They force to put the the the, the, uh, um, the glass ceiling on you. You're not allowed to go past this point, but don't worry. We'll take care of you. It's what the politicians do. It's what the progressives do. It's what the liberals do, and I don't like that in any way, shape, or form. So I say good. I like the idea of a federal holiday for Juneteenth. Now, here's my concern, and here's what I'm worried about with a, making it a federal holiday, which there I don't see any problem with it, except for there were a few Republicans that voted against it at the federal level because they were concerned about the money lost of having another federal holiday nationally. Uh, closing down the markets, closing down everything nationwide, the banker hours sort of thing, uh, where we lose like near like $600, $700 million for a day being gone like that. So I get it. At the same time, is it important? I think it is a significant day in history that we need to remember in American history. I really, truly, honestly do. Because I think that the way Democrats have been acting here is that they're trying to – atone for their sins, so to speak, because if you remember, throughout American history, they are the ones, the other side, and it's not, it's a, Andy, the, politi- the, the, the parties have switched. No, they haven't. They are the ones that advocated for slavery. They're the ones that advocated for segregation. They're the ones that advocated, and they still do, by the way, and we'll get to that in a second, but the Democrat Party, why is it not flipped? Because look at the ideologies. Do you think they've flipped since the founding of the nation with the Democrat Party that wanted a more centralized party or a more centralized government at the federal level? Do you think it's the same ideology when they advocated for slavery in the 1800s during the Civil War? Do you think, and which, by the way, was the founding of the Republican Party, to say, yeah, we're going to stop that because that's not okay? Do you think it was switched at all in the early 1900s when FDR was advocating for a socialist communist agenda? Do you think it was the flipping of the parties in the 1950s when the Democrat Party started advocating for the expansion of the federal government with government agencies and the bureaucratic state and the fourth branch of government. Has the party flipped at all when the Democrats under Barack Obama talked about fundamentally transforming America into a socialist nation? Have they changed the parties at all when Bernie Sanders advocated for a democratic socialist nation and how we need to have a bigger safety net, we need to have social programs, we need to have centralized government? Has the party changed at all? 
the Democrat Party under Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, where they want the Green New Deal. They say that socialism has not been implemented far enough, and we need pure socialism in this nation. Please explain to me how the ideologies of these parties have flipped sometime in American history. If you believe that ignorant garbage, then you're a fool. I'm sorry. Because the parties have not flipped. The Republican Party is still the party of individualism, not about race, not about sex, not about gender identification, not about anything. The Republican Party is about individualism. The Democrat Party is about divisiveness, identity politics. You're white, you're black, you're this, you're that, you're a woman, you're transgender, you're courageous, you're whatever. They're the ones that categorize based on looking at your outer self and saying, wow, now I know exactly how I need to categorize you. Republicans don't do that. We look inside you and say, you're a jerk or you're a good person. You're a human being and we love you. And that's really the difference between right now, ideologically, between the two major parties. So Juneteenth, I'm all about celebrating Juneteenth. I'm all about celebrating the abolishment of slavery. I think that's an amazing thing. But like usual, in a time of unity, when Republicans and Democrats... When black people and white people, when we have an opportunity for everybody to come together in this nation and say, we can celebrate a great time in American history when we abolish slavery, we move past that, you know, tainted scar on American history, and we can move forward to show what we've done and celebrate that. When we have an opportunity for all of us to unite When Democrats try to atone for their sins, and Republicans are like, I remember who actually made this possible. When conservatives are like, thank goodness we get to celebrate something great. When Democrats are like, progressives are like, you know what, I really don't like this unity thing here. When we all can come together, what happens? They end up finding a way to screw it up. And I don't like that because what this is going to turn into is while I support the idea of Juneteenth being a federal holiday, what this is turning into is it's turning into two separate independent days in this nation, which is not true because like Black History Month, we don't need a Black History Month because Black History is American history. Why are we dividing this? This is stupid. That's divisiveness. And now we have 4th of July for American 4th of July, but that's the white people 4th of July. And then we have Juneteenth for Independence Day for black people that we can celebrate there. That's not what it's about. They're two separate things. Yes, it's about freedom. It's about freedom from abolishing slavery and moving past a chapter in American history to gear up towards 4th of July, which is what, three weeks away? just a few weeks away here, to celebrate unity as 4th of July for the American people altogether. Because I don't know if you're aware or not, there were other slaves in the nation than just black people. There were white slaves, there were black slaves, there were Asian slaves, there were Native American slaves, there were other slaves. I mean, we had slavery uh, of all over, and other nations had as well. So it's a celebration for everyone. To move past that chapter, then we go into unity of 4th of July and our Independence Day as a nation, as a whole, as a united whole. But that's not what it's turning out to be. And what breaks my heart is that while we could unite on something to celebrate, they find a way to divide it because they're like, that's great. It should have been a long time in coming, but now it's not good enough because now we want reparations because we're still moving on that one. We need to, uh, according to the CEO of Urban League of Kansas City, they talked about how we need to stop Uh, some type of voter suppression laws that Republicans are trying to pass across the nation as they talk about H.R. 1 trying to push for centralized elections right now while they try and say that, well, you know what, this is going to be our Independence Day. We're not celebrating yours. We're just going to celebrate our Independence Day. Then they try to push for this. 
according to the PressHerald.com, where they're trying to uh, they're trying to modify the Fourteenth Amendment to say that while we abolish slavery, now we need to abolish the abolition amendment to end forced labor of felons. We need to end all slavery because while we may have uh, actually banned servitude and slavery in that sense, we're still making bad people do forced labor by actually going out and working in chain gangs, quote unquote, and actually working and cleaning up streets and building things and actually doing stuff to pay off their debt to society and forcing them to do things without actually paying them. We need to abolish that too. So again, while we had one moment of potential unity in this nation, they find a way to screw it up. They advocate for ending this forced labor, quote-unquote, by felons. They want it to be their own independence day to say, hell with you, we're resegregating and going back. We want unity, but we're going to resegregate, and this is our party, and you can't partake in it. And, oh, by the way, we're not celebrating your independence day. We're doing our independence day. And, yeah, oh, by the way, any any law that you pass to try and verify individuals for voter IDs, that's racist, and we need to stop those because you're still oppressing black people because apparently black people are too stupid or too poor to get voter ID uh, bills or to get an ID for being able to register to vote, which is dumb and that's racist, but that's their argument. It breaks my heart. We had a moment of unity. We had a moment to come together, and they find a way to politicize it. They find a way to abuse it. They find a way to continue to divide it, and they find a way to run with it to make it more extreme than what it needs to be. It's the celebration of a past and history that we can remember and move forward from and make sure we never do it again, and then they find a way to mess it up. And it breaks my heart. It could have been a really, really cool way to celebrate this holiday. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great Republic.
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. I know this is a very controversial topic and very, people get very emotional when you talk about some of the identity politics issues. And again, I say I think we need to have a federal holiday. I just wish it wouldn't be abused like Democrats love to do. Again, remember that old saying, you give them an inch, they take two miles? Well, that's exactly what they do. Hey, let's unite. Let's do Juneteenth. It's a federal holiday. Everything's great. We can celebrate the end of slavery. This is a wonderful thing. Did we make some mistakes as a nation? Absolutely, we did. Every nation has done so. We're human. Every human makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect except for one individual that has been down here, and he's not here anymore. So we're going to make mistakes. We learn from them. We evolve from them, which is stupid when we do this whole woke thing about, well, this book is very triggering because this is what they did, and we're apparently not learning from these mistakes because we want to erase them. We want to completely get rid of them, pretend these they didn't exist anymore. These aren't the joy you're looking for. It's kind of like Germany teaching history. See how well that works out when you try and get into the you know early 1900s phase and see how well that works for their history books because it's kind of missing from their history books. And I love the state of Ger- the country of Germany, but they do. I mean, it's kind of just like not there. Like, oh, we don't want to talk about this. We need to learn. We need to evolve. We need to celebrate when we did good things. We need to um, learn from things that we did wrong, and we moved to move forward in a better life because just like generation after generation, you want your kids to do better than what you did, right? Because you did better than what your parents did. You want your kids to do better than what you did. And the lineage goes on. That's the dream. That's the goal. You want that to happen. We want that as a nation as well. Generation after generation, let's learn from the past mistakes and let's make it better. You don't shame. You don't attack. You don't dismiss it. You don't ignore it. You learn from it. You ever try sports? You ever play any sports? When you make a mistake, you don't just ignore it and just keep doing the same thing. You learn about the mistake. Wow, you know what? I couldn't throw the baseball that far that time because I did this form. Wow, you know what? I didn't hit the baseball with the baseball bat as well as I could have because I had this bad form. Let me try it differently. Oh, hey, this worked. I'll remember this one so that way I can show everybody else how to do it too. So that way we can hit it really, really well. Instead of just saying, no, I don't remember that. What happened? Oh, no. Because when you see somebody else do it, then you can recognize and be like, hey, you don't shame them like the other side does. You're racist. You don't believe in reparations. Well, wait a second. Logically, how does that work? Doesn't matter how that logically works. We need to give everybody that. Which, by the way, haven't we been doing that already with a lot of social programs in these nations? We've are across the nation. We've already been doing a lot of social programs, and we already give money out to a lot of individuals in this country. Um, How much more could we possibly give out as a nation? We're not about giving out freebies. We're not about getting people dependent. We're about giving people opportunity. If you want reparations, here's your reparations. Let's get rid of all the blockages out of the system to allow you to excel. That means getting rid of government public education and going back to charter schools, going back to private schools, and giving you more opportunity based on a a savings account for you to choose the education that you want to go to. How about that? How about not giving out massive amounts of money for a child so that way you can have eight kids and just sit there on child support and live your life that way and you're capped at that and you'll never excel further past that because you have no more ambition. Let's get rid of those and incentivize people to say, you know what, maybe we can start a business. Maybe I can do a venture. 
How about we get rid of a massive amount of taxes and regulations and licenses so people can start businesses easier. They can actually keep the money they want to. They can get things that they need to, and then they can grow, they can excel, and they can flourish. That's the type of dream. You are appreciative. That's how we do it. We give everybody that opportunity. Not keeping them with a glass ceiling capped and say, you know what, I'm going to give you this, but you can't go past that. Because guess what? That's the concept from the left side of the aisle. The other side. While they're trying to falsely praise, hooray, we're ending slavery, oh, look at this, we're all about the minority populations. They've been the ones that have, that have beaten them down, that have enslaved them financially, that have enslaved them culturally for years. That's still going on, by the way, while they're the ones praising that they somehow care about the minority population. We see through you. We see through it. We know your lies. We know your games. We're not playing them anymore. That's why we're calling you out on your shenanigans. And as Joe Biden would say, you're malarkey. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Halfway through the show already. Goes by way too fast. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. Doesn't matter where you're at watching or listening. We appreciate you so much. And happy Friday to you. Happy Father's Day weekend to everybody out there. Happy Juneteenth to everybody out there as well. Celebrate it. Why not? It's part of American history, and we get to celebrate. I'm one of those where any opportunity we get to celebrate, I think we need to. Any little holiday, any you know what? Make it a federal holiday. They don't need the government open. We really don't. They really panic like, oh, like what are we going to do with these government shutdowns? If we have enough federal holidays, think about it this way. If you have enough federal holidays, then we don't need to worry about government shutdowns when we can't pass a budget when we miss this bill and we can't continue funding for certain projects and then Democrats are like, oh my gosh, we're going to shut down the government and people are going to die in the streets. I'm telling you, if we just get enough federal holidays, we don't need to worry about government shutdowns because we're not going to be open half the time anyways, and I'm totally okay with that. Think about it for a second. Every weekend and every federal holiday, all non-essential personnel in the federal government, all the fourth branch government agencies, all of the administrators, all of the uh, uh, bureaucrats, all of them that don't need to be there for national security types, the military or, or some type of national security or something like that, all of those, they go home. They go home. 
They're not there, which means when we talk about government shutdowns because we didn't pass this bill, that's exactly what happens, too. We furlough everybody. They continue to work to do their job, and then we pay them back once everything gets passed and everything happens. And at some point, you just tell them, sorry, you're going home. Maybe if we keep federal holidays and we keep increasing the amount of federal holidays, then we can just stop the government from growing in size because they're too busy taking days off every week. I'd personally be okay with that. I'd totally be okay with that idea. Welcome back in. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag. Lee Habib tried to reach him, wasn't able to get a hold of him. We'll try and get him on the show before the end of the program. I really want to talk to him about Father's Day because uh, the executive director of the movie, The Streets Were My Father, a story of hopelessness and redemption, I think is the perfect way to inspire us going into the weekend. He's also with uh, Our American Stories radio program, film, uh, film and radio which is awesome. So we'll try and get him on the show here in just a little bit. Until then, there are some things that I do want to bring up, including this with this federal holiday, uh, because when we abuse it, when we take advantage of these things, when we play the identity politics, it only divides us more. There's a new book that came out about how racism and race is going to be the fall of this nation. Now, as you know, and Abraham Lincoln said this beautifully, is that we will never As a nation, as the United States of America, we will never fall from the outside. No outside enemy, no outside force will be able to infiltrate and be able to destroy us. We are a loving nation. We are a wonderful nation. We don't need a draft, at least right now. Although 2% of the population is kind of concerning to me, the fact that that's active military right now. That's not very much, and that concerns me just a little bit. But nonetheless, we don't need it because we have people that love this country. And when, when push comes to shove... People stand up and defend this nation. People stand up and rise to the challenge. That's why we're Americans. Now, we're slowly losing that, I think, because people are becoming complacent. People are becoming lazy. People don't get politically involved as much as they used to. People don't don't join the military as often or as frequent as they used to. People aren't politically engaged at all, like not even like going and running for office or knowing who the candidates are, but even understanding the issues. Understanding current events, we're too tied up on what Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are doing on tw- on the Tweety than we are actually wondering about what the Supreme Court's actually saying. So we're slowly losing this, but there will always be that percent of the population that will be there to rise to the challenge. There will always be that group of individuals ready, uh, whether it's the doomsday preppers, whether it's the individuals that uh, are, are whatever, that are just prepared for any scenario, we're always ready for something to happen. We're always ready when something happens badly and we can rebuild, we can repair, and we can grow. And that's what we do. So I'm proud of that. The identity politics, though, trying to divide and conquer. And don't get me wrong, the progressives are the ones that do that. When they try to deny it, then just throw back in their face, why is it that the university campuses are trying to resegregate black students into certain dorm rooms outside of white people? Well, because racism. No, that, that is racist. That is Having a Black History Month is racist because we're singling out certain individuals. To learn about it, sure, I love learning about it. Love it. I'm fascinated by culture, by tradition, by stories. I could listen to people tell their stories all day long. That's why I'm in radio, because talking to people is a blast to hear their stories, to hear what they've gone through, good and bad, and to take messages away from that. You remember back in the good old days with the Native Americans, we used to actually listen to the elders, and they would tell stories. They wouldn't just come out and say, hey, don't put hand in fire. They would say, hey, let me tell you a story. 
and they would tell a story that would teach a lesson, and the kids would be there and like, oh, at first they would think it's a fun story. Then as they grow older and they continue to hear the story, they realize that there's a message behind it. That's what we need to get back to. Because right now all we're hearing is you're bad and I'm good, or I'm going to apologize for who I am So because I'm bad. Remember, the world is complicated. It's not just one or the other. The Founding Fathers did some good things and did some rough things, but they created one of the best documents on the face of the earth. At the same time with the identity politics, there is a new story that came out from CNBC and the latest in what's trending as well. What's trending today? The Supreme Court sides with, uh, by the way, so yesterday we had the Supreme Court uh, make their decision on Obamacare, which was not the best ruling, and conservatives lost another big one, which we're going to have a guest on in the next week or so talking about how conservatives struggle with the judicial system with the U.S. Supreme Court and their decisions, whether it's just not presenting the cases properly or whether we have activist judges. And we'll have a guest on in the next week or two talking about some of that. But while they made a bad decision yesterday, in my humble opinion, they made a decent one at the end of the day yesterday. Supreme Court sides with Catholic Adoption Agency that refuses to work with LGBT couples. Now, this has been an issue where I'm from here in the state of Kansas for a long time as well. We've had a lot of court issues in the state of Kansas, and I know it's been not just here, but all over the nation. Supreme Court sides with Catholic Adoption Agencies to where they don't have to work with LGBTQ couples trying to adopt children. Now, I know that seems controversial, but for those that may not have tried to go through the process of adoption, for those that may not understand the process, here's the breakdown for you and why this makes absolute 100% common sense. Because there are numerous different types of adoption agencies. There are ones that are run through the government at your statewide level, whatever state you're in. There are adoption foster care agencies that you can work through. You can go through the courts. You can do the training. You can get certified. You become a foster parent. You can go to the agency and you can say, I want to adopt a kid that's currently in foster care, and you can work with them. The Catholic adoption agencies are private, just like a private business. Remember the story about the cake? The cake maker in Colorado, the LGBTQ couple came in, wanted to make the cake for their wedding. The guy said, sorry, I, I, I would love to do so, but I just don't believe in that. I don't have faith in that, so I'm going to I'm going to deny your service. I'm sorry, but you can go somewhere else and you can get your cake done. Got taken to court. How dare you turn a back on them? How dare you? Now, the individual is a private business owner. Agree or disagree with his decision, he has a right to believe in what he believes in and to practice his business as he chooses. While we have the discussion right now about vaccines on whether you're allowed to walk into a private business or not based on your vaccine and whether you want to prove your vaccination card or whether you force people to wear masks when they walk in, no shoes, no shirt, no service, no shoes, no shirt, no vaccine, no mask, no service, the business has the right to do so. But it got taken to court. You're a homophobe, you're a terrible person, you're a horrible human being because you you didn't agree with my lifestyle, so therefore I'm going to come after you. I'm not just going to go down the street and give, give my business and my money to somebody else. I'm going to come after you because you are a terrible human being, and I will make sure that you suffer the consequences. That's where we're at in this nation right now. That's the decision the left side of the aisle has made. That's what happened with the Supreme Court here. With this adoption agency thing, Catholic agencies are private entities that work with the government to help do adoption transfers to foster care or to adoption parents that want to adopt children. And as a Catholic entity, they say, you know what? Religiously, faithfully, we just don't believe that a, a same-sex couple should have child. 
and adopt a child. We don't believe in those family values. We're not going to support that, so we're not going to work with those families. You can go to any other adoption agency. You can go and work with the state one, and they don't care. That's all great. Do your thing. Take your money elsewhere. It's okay. We just want to hold our values and what we believe in as a Catholic entity. Agree, disagree, doesn't matter. You don't have to support them. If you don't like what Walmart does out there for the business, you don't have to go and spend your money at Walmart. And when enough people say, I'm tired of it and I don't like your business of operation, I'm not going to support you, guess what? A business either shuts its doors or it changes its it changes the way it functions. That's how the private sector works. And I know the left side of the aisle doesn't quite grasp free enterprise in the private market because to them, if they don't like something, they go to the government to forcefully change it because you either believe the way we believe or you're not going to be in existence. But they're not the tyrants at all in any way, shape, or form. They don't believe in, tyrant, in tyranny at all. It's either you believe our way or you don't believe at all. Yeah, that's the other side of the aisle for you. We believe in choice. We believe in options. We believe in having a choice. And if I, I'm going to support people based on my beliefs as well, Catholic adoption agencies have done nothing wrong. And the Supreme Court, thankfully, has sided with them. But it's just that it even got to that point to the U.S. Supreme Court because it should have been an easy case all the way down at the local levels to be like, yeah, this is really dumb. This is stupid. Get out of my way. We're not going to waste any time on this issue. But again, the identity of politics, you did something we don't like. So instead of just supporting somebody else, we're going to make you pay the consequences because how dare you? You're bigoted, you're close-minded, you're whatever. It's sad, again, the divisiveness, the anger. I'm, I'm sensing a lot of frustration and pent-up anger and hatred on the other side. They're working through a lot of issues, and I feel bad. I really do feel bad for individuals with that ideology because they can't just let the people be and just live their life and be happy. They have to really throw the wrench in the system and make everybody suffer just because they're going through some problems. I don't necessarily get angry. I don't hate anybody. I just feel sad. I feel sorry because they're not victims except for when they create the victimized state to themselves. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. 
helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Just about wrapped up for the day. Hard to believe, right? Goes by way too fast. Flies right on by fast. It's Hour of Radio on Radio. I don't care who you are. We're back at it on Monday. We have, so it's funny, you want to know something? We are two weeks fully booked out on the show constantly. We don't have any time left. If we try to sneak other people in, we'll do it at the beginning of the show if we have to. But we are two weeks booked out solid on guests, and I try to keep it that way. And people continue to try and come on the program. It's awesome. We're growing. We're doing the thing. And we appreciate you hanging out because we try to get through so much information in an entertaining way to keep you excited and entertained. But we try to really cover a lot of ground and make you think on things just a little bit differently. What I really like to do is try and get people on that disagree and have the other point of view. I would really love to start debating again in a healthy, good debate to actually, you know, spar and actually, you know, go back and forth with some ideas. I would love to do that. It's hard to do because the other side really doesn't like to dialogue. They don't like to debate. They don't like to come on the program. But one of these days, we're going to start actually making it a, a weekly segment or something where people come on and actually try to disagree with me. And if you do, by the way, if you listen to the program, uh, maybe on the live streaming, of the you listen to the podcast, which I know you do. Oh, I know you do because I get your angry emails. If you want to if you want to come on the program, you can email me, who's your media network at gmail.com, who's your media network at gmail.com and you can uh, let me know that you'd be willing to come on the program. It would be a fair debate. I don't, you know, argue, you know, shut people down or anything. Now if you talk over, we're going to have a fun dialogue. So you're not going to try and silence me, but we're going to have some fun. We're going to answer questions. We're going to try and spar with each other and we'll get you on the program. Let's do it. Let's have some let's have some fun with that. Real quickly as we kind of wrap up, I know we have Juneteenth, we have Father's Day, we have the identity politics that we've been going over, but it seems like the new identity politic has been COVID, has it not? Are you a mask wearer or are you a filthy, dirty, non-mask wearer? Are you a vaccinated person or are you one of those dirty, filthy, unvaccinated individuals? I am curious about this new story because the media obviously tries to scare you as much as they possibly can. While we're starting to come out of COVID, we're now seeing the new variant, the variant D that many are talking about, this Delta that they're scared about because it's more contagious. It's more we're, we're more contagious. It's the majority of the new cases in the United Kingdom, which means we're going to need to do vaccines. We're going to have to do annual vaccines to keep up with it, just like the flu with different strains of it. It's going to be very, very scary, so be on guard. Still wear your mask, still social distance, all yada, yada, yada. I'm curious, though, as to why we're continuously pushing the vaccine then if we're seeing new variants. This is according to LiveMint.com. The U.K. virus cases surge even as 8 out of 10 people have received their shots. Now, 8 out of 10 individuals have received one dose of the vaccine. 5 out of 10, half the population, has received both doses of the 
vaccines, yet the cases are still climbing because of this new variant. If the new variant is the predominant variant of the vaccine or of the virus, why are we still giving a vaccine that doesn't fix it? I'm curious. And oh, by the way, while they say there's more cases, the deaths are still stagnant and plateaued, if not gone down a little bit. So while more people may be confirming with the virus and actually testing positive, there's not more people with the same trajectory of more people in the hospital or dying from the virus either. You can scare people and say, you tested positive, you unfilthy, dirty individual. So what? I tested positive. I tested positive for COVID. Oh, no. Okay. I'm not sick. I'm asymptomatic. Everything's fine. Most of the time, and we're going to have doctors on over the next week or so as well talking about this, most of the time when viruses mutate and become more contagious to where they spread easier, that most of the time means that they're less dangerous and they're less deadly. They become something like the flu, where you still have that small portion of individuals that do get really sick from it, but the majority of the time, it's not as bad as what it was with the original. It has to spread itself far, uh, spread itself apart and actually break itself apart to become more contagious and be easier to be con- uh, congested and actually have an effect from, but yet you don't have the severity of it when it becomes that way. So while more cases are going up, I don't see more deaths going uh, happening. According to free, uh, LiveMint.com, more than 11,000 new cases of the disease were reported on Thursday this week, along with 19 deaths, according to the Department of Health for the UK. 19 to 11,000 new cases and 19 deaths. Still sad for the 19 deaths, but the ratio there's kind of marginal, isn't it? The new deaths is kind of limited compared to the new cases. It's not as deadly. Why are we scaring people telling you there's a new variant and it's easier to get? Oh my gosh, everybody panic. The new identity politics. Race isn't working because people are waking up and uniting. The LGBTQ thing isn't working because people are starting to wake up and unite and just love one another. So now, hey, you're not a mask wearer, you're not a vaccine person, you're probably killing people. The new segregation drives me nuts. Happy Father's Day, happy Juneteenth, back at it on Monday. Until then, this is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.